Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Anime Lately Podcast. I am your host, Sam the Mangy Man, and here are me, Albert Bertakus. Introducing first, our devilishly handsome tiefling has returned from the Anime Lately Podcast. The man with a great love for Trigon, my hero, and it's in its final arc, One Piece. The Hurricane Typhoon, Legend Vash, the impatient, engaged, pancakes and cheese lover, Miguel! And fans, um, I appreciate you yes, guys um, stop tagging me to the not the official source of Trigon, you know, getting adapted again. So please, I appreciate that, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. The great love for Trigon. Yes, I just went over that. Next up, yeah, the Virgin Island from the Virgin Islands. He is a man with diverse tastes and variety interests, a pillar amongst his family, connoisseurs, mentors, and friends. He is the pride of the Caribbean, and he is the CFO of the Conqueror Movement. So sit down, be humble, don't be a mother skunk. Please welcome Kyle Kenny. And last but certainly not least, we have the CEO of the Careful Spoilers Podcast Network, the host of Careful Spoilers Show, C4S Villains, founder of the man who stands, Aaron Yeager. He is the critically acclaimed movie critic, JB exclusive, the invincibly talented James Bond. How are you doing? We are great. I'm great. It's a fucking great day. Wednesday, Ms. Marvel drop. Obi-Wan Kenobi drop. So, you know, since I'm first saying that. First trailer for Black Adam. First trailer. The official trailer, because last time it was called Teaser Trailer, which, like, what's the point calling Teaser when it's still a minute or two, but a whole different conversation. Um, definitely go check us. See for his villains. Bro, that was like uh, a couple seconds. That teaser was just seconds. Really? Really? Back then, it was a teaser? Damn, that's just dumb short. Um, but if you're a fan of Seaforce villains, Ms. Marvel, the CFOS villains would be at 9 p.m. live coverage show only for Ms. Marvel episode one and back to the full coverage show of the CFOS villains, another episode that Friday night for Obi-Wan Kenobi. So definitely check us out there too. Let me know when you guys are going to do the Young Justice season four series review too. Yeah. Was that Kenny? We, we didn't hear you. I'll, I'll be there for that one too. Please, thank you. <laughs> it's been a really good season. Uh, but anyway, guys, we had a whole list of news, and we have to do a, a anime review with Vampire in the Garden, uh, Netflix, one of Netflix original anime by Wit Studio. Uh, I think we should go into the anime review first, and then our long list of news, because there's a lot oh. of interesting news, and I feel like we don't, we're not, but might this review might not be as long as we think, but I don't oh. think so. But let, let let's see, like let let's go straight into. Oh, okay. Netflix owns Vampire in the Gardens anime review. Who wants to start? Wait, um, how we're breaking out just over discussion or character? So what um what we're doing? Um sorry, it was nine to four. So let's start with like our own personal thoughts of the anime first. And so the so overall, my first impressions of what the anime um is is beautiful animation. Story was okay, could have been better. Uh, pacing wise, it felt kind of kind of consistent. Pacing wise, to what we first was introduced from the first episode, it felt like those time skips, uh, a lot of B roll, a lot of kept showing of what they're going through each time they were traveling. 
the animation for the power system for the characters of vampire is supposed to be weird. Um, there was a few moments that I was questioning of if this was just the animation or if this was the powers. Um, and the lore was established for the vampires as good as it could have been. But overall, I was felt like this was a solid seven out of 10 throughout the whole five episodes for me. Um, I did want it more, but I cannot ask for more from what we have from what we have given already from Netflix, their own animation from Castlevania from Powerhouse Studio. So if you guys want more vampire anime, so for those that are watching and want to see more vampire lore from from Dracula, Alucard, and everything, I suggest Castlevania. But if you want a good animation, it's just nice type of, you wanting more of life and you're trying to ask for more and trying to have your own freedom, I suggest this is a good quick binge just to keep yourself entertained. But that's, those are my overall first impressions of the overall Vampire in the Garden. Kenny, James? Yeah, I'll go. Um... I'm completely different from you, Vash. Um, I'm different from literally everything that you said. Um, I, I really like the the animation. Uh, the story is really what pulled me into this. Because um, it's it's not a story about vampires and humans. It's more of this like really beautiful allegory of people who have who are like discriminated against because of the people that they choose to love, um, whatever race they are or how they identify. You know, it was this this great story. You're watching Fine talk about uh, the woman that she loved and then how they, they were never, ever left to be in peace. They ran away and ran away and ran away and people just keep coming after them because they believe that their love shouldn't be because they're different races. I thought it was a, a really, really beautiful story. I thought it, it was subtle. It wasn't too overbearing. And it's just being told through the lens of this war between vampires and humans. Um, I also loved how it really shows that war changes people. And as much as we want to believe that vampires and humans are different, the vampires will sell out their own kind. They'll kill their own kind for what they want. And the same thing with the humans. It's also a story of showing that no matter how different we may look on the outside, we're still the same. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I, I thought it was a really, really good story. Um, I do I do agree a little bit with like the pacing. There are some moments where it's like the pacing was just a little inconsistent, but it didn't bug me as much. Um I really enjoyed this. Um I I, I hope um well it won't get it. I don't think it needs a season two at all. I wouldn't Agreed. even want to to see one. I think where it ends it, it's perfect. Um but yeah, I liked it a lot. I would give it uh an eight out of ten. I would give it like a four out of five. Um, it's not the greatest thing that I've ever seen, but I appreciated what the story gave us. I agree with that. Nicely said. Ken, you want to go next? Yeah. So, um, a little bit of mixed bag of tricks over here for me. Uh, it, it, it could have been better. It wasn't terrible, but it could have been better. Animation was good, but that's to be expected which for me puts me in a, a bit of an awkward headspace in watching this because I'm like, again, I expect the animation to be good given who's the one that's, you know, doing it and working on it. So all that aside, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I probably give it a 
6.5 to 7 out of 10. I'll give it the 7. I'll edge it the 7. I'll give it a strong 7 out of 10. Um, because at the end of the day, there was a story. I did have it, the things you guys said were on point. I, I had issues with the pacing in the middle. Um, then they got like there was a point in one episode, I believe it was episode three, where I felt like I wasn't paying attention because I had zoned out, and then all of a sudden, so much things were happening. Whatever scene it was with the submarine and she was fighting, it was like it was like, whoa, that was a really hard transition to last like half yeah, of this episode. Yeah, episode four, okay. So like the last half of the episode and like the last five minutes of the episode, an even more drastic uptake in the speed. But um, I thought the the choice of animation was familiar from what we got from that studio. It's um and from that production, it's not it's not non-typical for the style that we saw in regards to vampires. Um, I thought that the color choices were good. I thought that they played with the weather and the season and the elements really well. Um, I really enjoyed um, a scene that I enjoyed really early on was um, when they drove off the cliff. Um, There's a lot of like they with with just a few episodes, they were able to sell me on the relationship and the bond that was present. Now, would I watch this again? Absolutely not. Um, Would I suggest it to people to watch? Yes, Um, I would definitely. This is this is the type of series where if someone was like, hey, I'm not really sure what to watch in anime, but you know, I kind of like like vampires and that type of stuff. I would throw this at them. It's a quick, dirty, quick, dirty watch. You get a lot of different elements to it. Uh, um, and it's I think it's something that um audiences can really sink their teeth into and just really get a, a good enjoyment out of. And that's all that really matters, right? You know, you want something that you can enjoy. You can sit down, watch some popcorn, you know, it's dubbed, so you don't have to think about it too much. You could eat your food, you could clean, you could cook or whatever while it's on, and you could you pay attention to the parts that are really interesting while still being able to kind of move around. So like I said, I give it a strong 7 out of 10. Um, it, it, it could definitely have been better, and I agree. Please don't give me a second season of this. I would yeah, say... I, go ahead. I was going to say that I, that I would say the genre... The list is action, adventure, drama, fantasy, music, and sci-fi, which I'm shocked it didn't say it didn't say slice of life because I felt a bit of slice of life throughout it a bit. Mm-mm. No, I disagree. I disagree. No? Okay. Right, so uh, it, it's it's wholesome, and yes. I think the feeling of wholesomeness makes you think, oh, this is similar to a uh, slice of life, but it's it gets nowhere close to the slice okay. of life genre yeah, it, for and me. It's only it's only there for to be a facade. True. Right. Okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. So it's just it's not it's, it's, more, it's, it's, more, it's, it's more drama than it really is for mm-hmm. like slice yeah. of life. Like I, I scored it high, but I agree with you, Kendall. I probably won't ever watch this again, but it's only because I personally gained nothing from watching it again. I fully comprehended everything that I got. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it for what it was. But there's there's no really there's no need to go back and watch two and a half hours of this again. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, this also could have easily been a movie. I take out agree. some I of the pacing I, I issues. Take out some of the pacing but, yeah. issues. You probably could have shaved it down to a, which would have been a lot to justify for a movie. So I, I would say two fifteen. But a two-hour movie, yeah. two hours and fifteen-minute movie, this would have been awesome. Honestly, not not. That, I'll say it like this: I would have bumped it up a little bit higher if it was a movie. 
if this was just straight continuity one shot of a movie i would have bumped it up a little higher if they took out some of like i said the little pacing issues and the dragon here and there maybe put a little bit more into some of the action sequences i would have loved to see the vampires yeah. go a little more all out in some of those exchanges and yeah even allude to a little bit more of the skills that they have and it again it would have been it would have been a really top tier movie yeah yeah i i only don't care about the vampire stuff because the the story is, is more about like the, the love and story Anna. and just and like Momo. the discrimination against two people that just want to be together but their sides believe that they shouldn't be you know it's 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 a lot more it's just told through the lens of using vampires and humans but yeah i can definitely see where you're coming from there were some moments where i'm like you know be a little bit more vicious like rip some heads off like yeah. i would love to see them be a little bit faster a little bit more durable you know but it's just like that's not what the story is about it's not it's vampires are in it but it's not about vampires. That was you know? one of my complaints, but I'm going to hold my complaint uh, much later. But Sam, what's your thoughts? So it is basically the same with you guys, but it's also mixed. I, I, so me and Vash watched the first four episodes uh, together from this. And then honestly, the story could have been so much better. Yes, the animation was really good. Uh, the snow, the scenery, and everything. But then there were always there was like some weird parts. Although, like, but then when it comes to the CG, that's like it's just your typical Netflix CG, and that's it's how that is how it is. And then I remember episode three or episode four where they're actually driving in the snowy mountain, and then they just have that weird animation where it's like the scenery is nice, and then you have a whole almost like a whole scenery like rotation kind of thing where you just roll and then just that weird car movement rotation of being like speedy gonzalez or like being that looney tune uh, uh bird yeah. that goes meep, meep. Mm-hmm. yeah there was just a lot of weird animations in certain part of the episode and that was turning me off in that sort of part the story the beginning of the story wasn't it didn't fully hook me in or fully dare i understand it really was the story it's supposed to be a story about two runaways trying to find their own paradise, find their own peace. However, it wasn't really fully expressioned this way. Technically, what really got them together was the whole music thing. Like, oh, uh, my mom doesn't like music. I don't know my own life. I don't really know anything. I just don't want to do this anymore. It wasn't really fully explained for her own character development, I knowing of who she is kind of thing. I wouldn't say it. I would say it was the music is is what connected both of their characters. It's what connected both, them. Yes, but they both have the same type of ambition of being away from their own type of territory. Like, yeah, they don't want to be a queen and they don't want to be part of the point, army. And, and, I think the sounds point, you don't get that resolution or mm-hmm. that pull-in until like the second episode and not even at the beginning of the second episode at that. It was just like, oh, we got the action stuff and then like not too much details on what's going on in the story, but we have the action. We have the whole vampire invading uh human I, I, territory I thing but like... i don't think you needed to pull i also don't think you needed to pull the whole mother facade thing for as no. long as they pulled it they, like they, i don't, yeah. I don't they think dragged there was a it. reason they really to, dragged to drag it. that for as long as they did there just really wasn't any reason to yeah that, so, that's fair it's just I, I i don't you know it's it's not something that i even thought of it's just like she's she's irrelevant she's a, she's a part of what makes momo feels like she's she's tied behind these walls you know and I, I think the relationship comes together pretty quickly. I think it comes together pretty quickly at the end of the first episode yep. where you realize that 
Fine is an outcast from her own people, and so is Momo. And they have that mutual interest, and then they also both love music. So that's the spark that got them together. And then we see them go on the journey. And even Fine says it in, you know, in the final episode. Like at first, you were just like, you know, pretty much like a surrogate for, for my love. But then I actually fell in love with who you were. So it's like they went on this journey. And I don't know. I, I loved it. There was also the pacing issue with it didn't like help even more with it because there were mo- they had scenery, small moments, but that's been like rushed through, cut through from episode four, I believe. It's just, all right, we had these happy time. We had for moments like we could have been fine living through it. And then towards the end of the episode, that same episode, all right, we both have to like try to walk through the snow, walk through uh, Greenland, walk through the snow, the ice and Arctic. And we're trying to survive as well as much as we can and that sort of thing. A little bit more into it, the story, like from those moments would be helpful for more of the relationship of seeing both Fine and Momo together is what I feel what I feel like. So I'll I'll push back on that just a little bit because you couldn't slow it down anymore because you have all of the vampires looking for Fine and then Mm -hmm. you have the all of the humans looking for them. So every time they think that they find a little piece of heaven, it's constantly interrupted yep. by one of the two parties or both at the same time. So it's lit- we're literally just watching them just trying to have any semblance of peace and we're watching it constantly be interrupted. So I think like the way it's displayed, it works. Because so, if you try th- to slow it down to give them more time together, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work in terms of like keeping up the, the stakes. stakes. Yep. So like... I would like to break down the character because one character I wish had more shine or more explanation of, and I wish that we got less of. I wish we got less of the mom, or I wish, the, or I, or I wish the mom died or something because the mom annoyed me until the very end. Like, girl was like, "Yeah, but come she, back she's here. important though because no, no, the mom, the mom is is the general of the army, and then she's also trying to be a mother at the same time. So she's trying to do her duty and be a mom and. That internal struggle it fucks with Momo even more. So yeah, keeping say, her you lose, along you lose for the a ride, it's good for Momo's growth. You lose a piece of Momo by her not being present. All right, it, it, it's definitely she's definitely you irrelevant. A, you make a point there <clears throat> because who I wish we get a bit more, at least more explanation of what happened to his background was her uncle because we see at the final episode five that we see that he had a wife of a vampire, but then it was so ambiguous of more that she turned or or his or his sister or or the army came to kill them and that they couldn't live happily ever after both him and his and his vampire wife but that wasn't really explained very well because it was just flashback and it was more for us the audience to figure out but so I, know, I, wish... I think go ahead james I... No, just gonna say I think they actually gave us enough because oh, you did? Okay. once you once you get to episode five, you realize they were having their wedding and then the vampires actually broke in and started biting everyone, and then she got turned. So then the, the oh. general shows up with the army to kill off all of the vampires that got turned and whatever other vampires were still around, and then he had to fight with himself because he had to kill his wife. You know what I mean? So it's just okay. like I did so not. that so was that was all that of the then. that was all of the motivation we needed from him because if his own wife could turn against him and want to feed on his blood, then he can't trust anyone. So I feel like that's enough of the development so that when you see 
that Fine stops herself from killing him just for Momo's sake, it, it triggers everything in his mind. Maybe it is possible, you know? Think, think, <clears throat> think, Wasn't... Um, I hate to make this comparison, but think Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Like, he yeah. really is, he really is. So, all to me, those four characters, those four, I consider all four of them to be the main characters, honestly, because they all tie themselves together really well. You don't need a lot of him because he's a counterpoise to the general. He's a juxtaposition to Momo. And he is basically a conflict and an interest to Fini. So you literally, like, his, he has the perfect role. I agree. You literally get just enough of him. Anything more would have been him taking more spotlight than he needed. I think any more of him, then you probably could have said that the, the mom got would have been like, you would have not wanted to see her as much, but I think they really did a good job of balancing all of those characters out. Even some of the other minor characters, the guys and the bounty hunters and stuff, they did a really good job, in my opinion. That if, if I had to mark them with the highest score for anything, I think they did a good job of giving just the right amount of time to the multiple different characters that did get screen time. Okay. You made a point there. I didn't see it then, but, but you guys brought it up very well that because the uncle, when I first saw him, and him being like the only person that knows, you know, not knows, but like him being his own little group of thugs, know to capture his niece, reminded me of the Seven Deadly Sins group, but the one that that works that works for the king, but that has that long sword and has like a mask, you know, on weird dude. That's why I felt like his group of his group of people were, you know, okay. it's because he had the good sharpshooter in his own teammates were only like four or five people. So I felt like it was that, it was that kind of group of people. And they did much better than the army too, because they actually took down a lot of their people. Yeah. I mean, I agree. If, if this was a different movie, if this, if this was a movie that was literally about the war between vampires and humans, I definitely would have wanted more from the uncle and his team I definitely would have wanted more from the vampires and their abilities, but we didn't get those because it really doesn't matter. They're just vehicles to tell the story of these two women just trying to live their lives, just trying to, to be in love and just live life, just to find peace in what they call Eden. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the story's about. If it was, if it was actually about the war, then I agree completely, you know? I agree. Same you. Um, I don't really have much more thoughts about the movie, honestly. I'm sorry, not movie, like the, ser the, the, the series, I mean. I did have um, a question for you all. How, how did y'all feel? This, I think this was the only part of the movie where I felt a little indifferent about the series. Anime, but, oh, man, we are so sold on this should have been a movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I, I felt a little, uh, I guess, a complacent in regards to was the handling of... Um, I guess the barkeep and it burning and then everyone showing up. Like I, I get that it was kind of just there to be the pivotal thing to get to push us towards Eden, but I kind of felt like we got robbed on a couple of things. I really, I genuinely, and I, I mean, good job to them again. I think they managed their people. Well, I felt really bad for the barkeep. Like I felt really bad for him. Like, yeah. Like my cabbages. <laughs> like I felt really bad. For but then man. it was, it was really deep. <laughs> The other thug vampires, though, that no, yeah, 
Well, yes, it was a Doug Vampires, but it was the barkeep's, like, it wasn't his fault, but he did accept the four ounce of, or the, sorry, the four jars of blood for him to have. And he and he chose to let them day. He could have declined them because he knows that he's having trouble having a warm, you know, human person there in his hotel. So he chose to cause his own trouble. But yes, it just got worse and worse and just declined for him because his whole barkeep literally got burned down and that was not part of his fault. Yeah, no, nah, I just I just felt bad for him. And I mean, like, honestly, it, it, if if she had stayed by herself, it would have still ended up causing problems for him regardless, like even if Momo wasn't there. But like, it just sucks because again, so like, I guess the, the thing that I took from this scene was like, here's another example of like the problems that the vampire, because you, you obviously you see a lot from the human side. This was like the showing from the vampire side of like, huh, here's the downside of mingling with humans. Here's the downside of trying to show any empathy to the humans. But yeah, man, yeah, that was like, that, man, that was that man's whole life savings. He was hurt, bro. He was broken. <laughs> I was like, dang, I don't know what's going to happen to you, fam, but you a vampire, CBI. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people people spend their entire lives trying to build a business, and it was just gone in seconds. Like, I would be crushed, too. I mean, like, they really separated both sides where the vampire literally was almost like the the slums i guess mm-hmm. or the rough and then like the humans is all military kind of side but it's like split 50 50 but we didn't really get too much of what was going on in the human side what was going on their side or actually no we did i think what the humans were doing we were using vampires as slaves for gold mines and they exchanged their blood as currency for them yeah so you you I got a little cool. bit you got a little bit of what the humans were doing and then, like I said, this was like a little bit of like what the, the vampires are having to do, which, again, this is very non-typical when you think about it, because usually you think vampires, super beings, they're the ones that's in charge. They're the ones that has the power. They're the ones that's enslaving and bullying people around. But it wasn't necessarily um, 100 percent true to that in this mm. movie. Um, and it was it was just interesting to see. And then, and then in the last act, you get to see the vampires taking advantage of other vampires and taking advantage yeah. of humans. So it was so- just like. Literally, yeah. it just came so, all the way back around full circle. So I was going to ask you guys that question. Did you guys think when you saw the paradise of Eden, 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 Eden did, yeah. did you really believe it was an actual paradise? Or did you think the vampires and humans were lying? I thought it was bullshit all along. There, there, in this world, there's no such thing as this magical paradise. Like, And that, that's the point. You have to find that paradise within yourself. You have to find that happiness within yourself. It, it does not exist among other people. I, I, I was going to bring that up too. I also thought it was interesting and really fucked up that they're using their own kind to, to force feed them blood in order to use their regenerative abilities to create electricity. Right? It, it's so fucked up. <laughs> like, it's so that's fucked up. so freaking cool, though. I hate to it say is it, really but cool, that's though. such yeah, a yeah. cool the concept. Science, the science behind it. <laughs> I was going to say that. Like, the science. Oh, that like, how the creative? hell did you do that? Yeah, like to actually be creative and make your own kind and use them as a source of energy. Like, okay, that's so fucked up, but that's very type of Frankenstein. Like, that's some smart shit you're doing there. But can we um, find a they smart also shit de- like that? In they the also de- Sorry, they also developed drugs, kind of steroids as a last stand. Like, just so like, like, yeah, this is like a suicide, like last, sh- like, Mm-hmm. shot kind of thing where you could turn full beast monster and no go lie. on that so so there was humanity inside of the vampires too so like so, that was like another big thing another big theme is that like the vampires 
for for what it's worth, we're still human beings. And I think that that last ditch effort was like the total throwaway from society. And you see most of them really only did it as a life-saving preservation kind of thing. So yeah, because those white type of beasts remind me of so much of the white Martians. I was like, oh, yeah, literally almost looked like white Martians. Like, yeah, can literally just look like them, transform like them. But I was like, okay. But I knew once the, once that dude or once that grandpa said, uh, hey, you have a girl your age, your own friend now. I was like, that's questionable. Why you got to say that? Like, that's when I knew the paradox of eating. Everything was questionable. Very skeptical. Like, once he said it, I'm like, that's questionable. And also. Why, why are you saying it like that? Like, why is your words connected this bro, way? When, when she was like, why? She, when she was like, don't talk about that. I was like, yeah, somebody's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, whenever something looks too good to be true. It it's is. too good to be true. <laughs> it is. She, she woke up in a warm bed with, with porridge and this this beautiful vampire friend of hers they're frolicking in the snow just they're singing and dancing it's it's bullshit dude everywhere around the world it's all terrible just this one little spot is just nice and perfect bullshit bullshit how how do you keep up that way of life you know what i mean it's it's all nonsense something else that i wanted to talk about were like how the humans got rid of music because obviously the vampires have a really good hearing and they got rid of the music so that the vampires can't find them. And Go then as time passes, music has become the culture of the vampires. Art has become the culture of vampires to where it's outlawed. They won't even have artistic expression just so that they won't be associated with anything that the vampires like, even if they like it. And you know, like you know what's two other things to that? The fact that they're super hearing made their ability to interpret music so much more different and then yes. on top of that is just the correlation back to like again the real world where music is definitely for a lot of oppressed um entities throughout history that's how they have communicated with each other um the songs and hymns of um the slaves that came over from africa um the the workers and stuff over in china um, and, and just different other representations throughout history. That's how they would pass on messages. That's how they communicate stuff. L literally, you know, like Morris code with instruments, like people really like even today, there's like puzzles and stuff that have been found inside of sheet music um, from the European days. Um, it's it's so it's so interesting, again, because like going back to the point of like you would think a series about vampires that they would just be the ones in absolute total domination from all of the series that we typically watch. I mean, Dracula, Castlevania, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's, that's not what we got here. What was pretty interesting, um, I would say, sorry, um, the dog. That dog has the best grip in all of dogs in my life that I've seen in any type in intermediate. That dog has flown on top of Vampire like, it was just hanging, like, no problem. I'm like, boy, that dog has nine lives. Or probably it's a vampire. Probably that yes. dog is a vampire. I mean, for a dog with no thumbs, he has better grips than the uncle. <laughs> That's a fact, guys. I was like, damn, this dog knows how to survive. I was like, and, like, it's just so adorable that this dog is technique. Vampire, I think his name was Argilo or something like that. His best friend, in a way, because while he was just dying there in the whole deathbed, he literally just came to him and like, hey, are you alive? And he's just dead. And he's just 
the dog was so sad. I was like, damn. It's kind of like John Wick, but the opposite. I mean, dogs has more emotions than human does. Yeah, that, that killed me. Because I, I like, love dogs. I have a real soft spot for me dogs. Me too. Like, every time I saw the dog on screen, I just had a smile on my face because the dog was just happy hanging out with his vampire friend or his vampire master or owner, whatever it was. It was just hella cute. I was like, huh? I wish I could have just my dog that could literally just hang on here. It was like Pikachu right there. It was like it rem- Pikachu just hangs. That dog, remi- the dog reminds better. me. It reminds me of Kill a Kill dog. It's not better. It's not better than Bond. Bond? Who Bond? Oh, from Spyfax Family. <laughs> it's, it's, it just clicked to me. I was like, ah. The one thing I was disappointed, well, not just one, the one thing that it was just kept pushing, I don't mind if her brother kept bringing it up, we, but we only saw these type of old ladies, type of vampires, like twice throughout the five episodes, and they kept saying, we, we got to bring the queen back because we got to have her have more kids or something like saying that. Yeah, they, made, they, the they, just, they just shortened up to be very vague. I mean, same thing when it came to Momo and the human army. Oh, uh, Momo's the daughter of the commander. We well, have to bring her back and all that stuff. And that, that, that was the really yeah. vague part of it. And, and but like that's it, the obvious part because she, it's because her mom's a general. So like that part. That, but she, but she uh, abusing her own power to try to save her own one daughter against like people. The, like people. I said, that's very obvious with her mom being a general and everything. But with Boa Fine and her brother coming trying to get her all the time. And they're talking about, hey, I have to bring you back. I'd rather have them cut about those three old lady queens and just have him doing the whole doing the whole explicit information more instead. Like, hey, I mean, I'm gonna bring you why, back more of this. Why cut it? I mean, what what more information do you need? They're the vampire elders. They're the oldest of the vampires. There's literally nothing else that you need to know. They're they're never going to be the the elders. Never fight. The elders delegate. So it's like, what could you possibly learn even if they gave the elders more screen time? You know, it's just there to show the vampire hierarchy, and that's it. You know that they have the 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 queen and whatever Allegro's position was, and then you have the elders. And then you know that their mission was like you were saying, Vash, um, not to necessarily make kids, but to turn more people yeah. to, to increase, you know, their ranks, right? So it's like, th- that's all it's about. Like, you, you just needed that information to understand what the vampires were doing and what the humans were doing. Again, it's this this series was not about vampires and humans. They oh, no, were no. just vehicles, you know? So it's like... You're, you're 100% right on that. I'm just saying of what we saw, what I would have liked more or less of. So I'm just putting those points out there. And the last thing to agree to, I believe you said, James, or, or it was Kendall more about about the fighting when we said the vampires always saw most of the time was them flying and just and just swoop down punch or kick and i'm like i believe vampires could do a lot more than that but yeah just, yeah with studio or the story or the director or, or the writer whatever chose to make it so simple with those choices and i was a bit on the edge of that where i was like um I don't know many, many type of vampire lores, but I've seen some that I could say, yeah, I can do a bit more than that. Just flying, swooped in and just kill and just take down. Like, yeah, I could do more than that. 
Like, yeah, they should have been way more vicious. I agree yeah. completely. Like, at least, like, I saw you killing people in the background, but on screen wise, yeah, I didn't do much killing. Yeah, I was just more swooping, flying. There was, there was a lot of weird sorts of animation thing, too. Really. They, they will they stretch out their arms or something like that. And it's like how it's been weirdly animated to show. But yeah, like, I guess we get, we have to believe that the vampires can polymorph or transform into something well, else completely or like i, I like to... that they're more animal-like you know yes yeah what i like i like to, that they have stages like, of transformations you know uh do... like a ballistic mode kind of like they can literally because <laughs> like because like when they're not training for blood they're not going to go as crazy but they when they're like doped up in that medicine thing then they go like the full final form of their own vampire thing yeah, yeah, I would but, say that's like the the third stage. Because like first stage, it just looked like they just you know, normal, and then like whenever they bring out like their wings, they make their arms and legs longer. You know, their ears like mm -hmm. that's like second stage, and then like berserk mode is when um they take the serum. It like, uh, yeah, it it, it I, I see like more like bad traits, bad human traits to the vampires than really more towards the human side. But I'm guessing we're just to assume like humans are already evil. We just want to see how evil the vampires are. Because how I saw it is like vampire they're would- evil. Well, vampire... say, they're both evil on their own side. Like, but like how that's I... the point. It's like they, I... they want us to believe that we're different, but we're not. Like but we're, which we treat is... each other I, the def same. I definitely like more ferocity towards like from the vampire side entirely because i mean you guys are vampires wouldn't you see humans like livestock or like your feeding ground kind of thing wouldn't they go more crazy which they have gone to in some scenes they don't show it but they they like you get some certain scenes like with allegro he was in one of the towers and he killed all the humans in there and he was just laughing and drinking their blood or something like that like there were just like moments of them but like you don't see the violence of it I think I think the military power is of equivalent force and thus there isn't a power overwhelming with the vampires. So there's never a forcing of like, hey, they're gonna overtake. You know what I mean? I mean, I, they they seem to have like a lot of the technologies with it. And well, I mean more of the drug-wise and like steroid-wise and the um electricity yeah, wise thing and right? i think that was the, that was it right so like again that was the final gambit like you pretty much did that now it's like you're putting your life towards whatever extreme end state that you did so outside of that that burst of superpower they're very they're still very close to being human they're just that much stronger but you can see how well skilled like the the military people were like um the 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 gentleman the uncle like he's he's he was nice with the sword <laughs> yeah oh yeah i don't mm -hmm. I, I don't think i saw him grab a weapon other than a other than his katana nope. ah. and which i love like boy was skillful with that and i was like very impressed and i'm like i'm glad he was the only one with a sword because he was very skillful with that um i was gonna ask you guys what do you guys think of the post credit scene at the end? Like, was it was it like very ambiguous for you guys, or like you kind of had a feeling that she made her made her own type of Eden? Yeah, I mean that's that's what I got from it. Um, e even from the end of the episode itself, like that was the beginning of of their Eden. 
and then she, you know, created that for herself and found happiness. Yeah, all I got from that was Eden. Eden was within, and they found they went and journeyed and found Eden. Right, Samuel. I mean, like, isn't this like, isn't that the last credit scene? Just so that what James says, we don't need a season two, we don't need any sequels. It's, whatever is this, is this. It's all right. It's, it's, you can consider that as a happy ending, if anything. And then boom. Yeah, like. That's what it felt like with the ending. We saw her and some kids and some, some like three vampires before I counted. And it's just her inside a cradle, just carrying some type of baby in her. And so it just showed that she did make her own type of Eden version. So I'm very, I was very happy for her. Like, okay, she eventually found her own type of Eden. And that's of what James, uh, what James brought up earlier is like, you have to make up your own Eden. Like, you have to. You, you have to bring it at them. Like, all right, cool. You left your whole mom crib you and you disobey, but now you have to choose and make your own eating. And that's what I love about her character for that because she was so... She was lost in the first episode. She didn't know what to do because girl went to the river and said, I want to be... A, I, I want to be free. I want to escape, but I don't know who I am. And then by the end of the fifth episode, she found out who she was, and she, and she confronted her mother in in such a in such a serious and well mannered tone, saying like, "Hey, you go your way, I go my way. We see each other from here on now. If we don't, cool. Talk to you later." And that's what I love about her character for that, because she literally went on a journey throughout these five episodes, finding herself going through blood and war, love. And you know, sadness, seeing, seeing the whole person she cared about throughout these five episodes, throughout and throughout this whole journey, and that's what I love about her that she actually evolved with her character and understood, and she actually now knows who she is, and now of what she wants to see, her own version of Eden. Yeah, I'll I'll echo that. Like it, it she showed great maturity. And she took accountability for her actions. She told her mom, like, hey, like, I get it. I was being a spoiled brat. You were just trying to do the best for me in this world of vampires against humans. Like, it's it's die, it's kill or, or be killed, right? Like, and she's trying to to build her up to, to survive in this world. So she acknowledges that she was being spoiled. She acknowledges, you know, that she, that her mother was just trying to do the best that she could as a mom and being the general of their military. But like you said, Vash, I have to go my own way and you have to go your own way. I accept your path. I won't judge you for it, but I have to do my own thing. And, and I like plus to, And plus to add to that, that's a very hard thing to do for just anybody. Like for you to just up and go from where you've been all your life and choose when to leave and choose where to go. Just not in easy task to do and she actually just did it yes girl went through the snow when girl went through the dirt went through blood to get where she is but she got there and she accepted it and people kept saying go back give up her mom her uncle kept trying to fight for her and come back but she said you know what i'm determined i'm here and choosing to stay here and and looking for what's forward and i did appreciate that for a character because i felt in those shoes where I ch chose to leave my own mom's crib, have my own apartment, 
and I choose to with my own struggles or not. I'm happy where I am in life. So from here on, I'm just moving forward. So I understand for her character for Momo in the final moment of episode five for her journey. It was very beautiful. Are we all good? Yeah, I have any final thoughts as well, Sam Ken, because I feel like I gave my final thoughts as well. So I feel like I'm good. I mean, I'm we Gucci. all we, we all kind of already gave our own final thoughts already. So yeah, up to you. I'm just asking. Yeah, so uh, let's go into our many long list of news. So, okay, first news. In a world where Pokemon meets Tontoro meets Scarface meets Shin Megami Tensei comes Pal World, the Pokemon-like shooter game. It, uh, it looks it fun. It sounds like it should be good. <laughs> it, it looks fun it from the trailer. It looks entertaining. But it looks kind of messed up, about, though. It looks like pretty... we just finished talking about if it looks too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it's really messed up, though. probably too good to be true. From the trailer, there's a lot of dark stuff with the, like, damn, Pokemon got dark. Like, they, like, trapped him. Like doing experimenting on them, force force fusion. They, like they, wait, what? They borderland the Pokemon world, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to feel about it. I mean, they, they look cool and them weapons and shoot and stuff, but like, it, I mean, I'll, I'll say this, Sam. It fits the formula. This will be streamed on Twitch. It's going to be really popular for at least some period of time. And I'm already disgusted with it, honestly. I, <laughs> I mean, Pokemon Go lasted for pretty long. But in this situation, yeah, this is, is, this is not going <laughs> to... Pokemon Go filled a nostalgia kick. This is just, hey, what if Pokemon had even more violence? Yeah, Pokemon Go is a little bit different. Like... It actually gave you the opportunity to be out in the world and see Pokemon in AR through your phone. It, it was right. a little bit different. This, I think there's definitely an audience for this. I'm not one of those people. Um, I, I won't be purchasing this, but there's definitely an audience and they will love it. I'll, I'll, I'll probably Twitch, I'll watch it on Twitch. Plays, I will definitely, definitely watch, watch it on Twitch. <laughs> but I am definitely getting the whole Shimigami Tensai vibes from that game. From... From this itself, the whole fusion, having multiple uh, creatures, and then fusion the um, skills and whatnot. But the shooter thing, the shooter aspect looks fun, looks cool. Not just you yourself, but you and your uh, pal, your friendo. This this could this could go one of two ways. It could be a little quick, like fan, and burns and it disappears. Well, this could be the next Fortnite. Um, we'll see what happens. It's that kind of niche. Like, it's that kind of a niche thing where it's, I don't again, it's going to, I think it's going to come out and everyone's going to really like it. It's going to be fun. People are going to want to stream it. Like James said, there's, there's a pocket of people. They're, they're targeting people. This is, this is targeted game development and advertising placement. Even the specific... I don't know how much they play Pokemon to get them to use Pokemon as a reference in their commercial, but kudos to them because I'm I'm sure that was not. Uh, I'm wondering if the Pokemon company is gonna sue them. I'm sorry, I just saw something. this woman use her Pokemon as a as a 
as a shield, as a shield? I'm not okay. I'm not okay with this <laughs> at all, bro. Exactly what, what is exactly this? what clip you're talking about. I Kendall, you're so right. Like this could either flop or it could be the next Fortnite. It's like, do you like Pokemon? Do you like shooting people in the face? You can do both in this. <laughs> um, no, not for me. I could no. imagine that was the marketing pitch for to make this game. They say, hey, guys, guys, people love Pokemon. It's been, it's, it's been out for 20 plus years. But you know what? Let's make it to a Fortnite style game. Let's shoot our Pokemon. That's hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's the three best selling games? Let's put the three best-selling franchises in history together in a single game. Let's go Call of Duty style for Fortnite for kids, but let's put the Pokemon skin. That's it. That's that's what that is. Hi, and again, kids, do you we'll like see. violence? Do you like my nails and my eyelids? Okay, eight mile. <laughs> But yeah, overall, mm. for this game, like I said, I will probably watch Ray or Kendall or one of us or one of our friends play the game. I'll but be me, there. But me, I'm like, eh, I'd this rather... Is, this I'd is rather probably play... more of Spicy's Alley. <laughs> <laughs> this this will probably, probably be the first alley. time I'll say this live. I'd rather play Fortnite than play that game. And yep, I don't play and, Fortnite. And that's how... And that's the thing. That's ex- what, what you said is Exactly how people felt about Fortnite debut. First, it was first getting advertised. Take those sentiments, the last twenty seconds. Those sentiments that you are expressing are the exact sentiments that people felt about Fortnite when it was first coming out. And yet, it's still very popular. And it is the. And it is the most like popular. It is the most popular game. I'd rather play Apex than Fortnite. Say what you want, bro. Hey, I respect it. Um, people like what they like. So hey, it's, it, if it flows your boat, then go for it. So it's it's going to make money. People are going to have jobs, and that's what's important. But yeah, I'll definitely be watching someone stream. I'll I'll be there all day as long as you stream. I'll be there. I'm not spending my money on this. This is ridiculous. Same. <laughs> Moving on to our. Uh, to a maybe the least or most anticipated news, however you want to take it, Dragon Ball Super superhero film gets official U.S. release date, August 19th. A theater in Pennsylvania had posted the weird video game-like stupid name, cheap CG movie, and just because it is Dragon Ball, people will still pay money to watch this movie in theaters. I have to be honest. This is the first time I, I I haven't been excited for a Dragon Ball movie. Uh, same. Uh, it's like I'm going to watch it. I'll be there opening week for sure. But this is the first time I'm like I don't know what's happening, and I don't really know if I care. Uh, I know Gohan's gonna do some cool shit, so I'm excited for that. I guess, but the only f- I don't know. Piccolo the only information I know. The only information the I know form. about this movie is literally from. Emperor Big D on Twitter. I think that's his um handle or the guy that um does the content on YouTube. He's uh he's very known for it. The only two things I know, or three things I know, like Sam just said while while I was talking, saying about Piccolo, about his new form, Gohan, and Cell might be coming back in this movie. Those are the three things I know about this film. If Cell comes back, awesome. If you don't, 
all right, cool. It was just said about rumors. Bash, um, you know way more about this movie than I do. I'm pretty I sure, heard, I'm pretty I sure heard have... Gohan is supposed to get such a big like power he, up that he's he supposed said to be that, stronger that's all I than heard. Goku and Vegeta. That's all I heard. All I heard was Gohan is significant to this movie and the man himself said that once again, definitively, Gohan is in fact actually the strongest person yeah, of Earth. Right. That's all yeah. that I've gotten from this, and that's still not enough for me to, to for me to want. Yeah, to watch. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, he grew up like. I mean, he, he was it was if he was still kid go Gohan chunk like like teenage Gohan, I probably would do it. I mean, we then, we knew that we knew that going into the tournament arc, like Gohan scores squared up with super saiyan blue and he wasn't training at that point like he had right, just right. started training again so as we, we knew like we already knew that that gohan was like on top potential and already as strong as them we also know that trunks future trunks showed the propensity to manipulate um god key so why wouldn't this gohan this current gohan be just as impressive I'm just, I'm I'm not selling. I'm not sold on it. And if you guys to, are reading the manga, you stuff. you know why you shouldn't be sold on this either. So yeah, um, I can't wait for us to review this chapter this month because it's, and I hope and I hope to have James on as well because I just curious to see where things will go for this arc of Vanilla and everything else because we're coming to the end. And like I was gonna say, if Gohan in this movie. And I hope Gohan in the manga gets some type of characterization because like we have known and what we know about this arc, the Saiyan blood, the more you fight, the more you get stronger. So if Gohan is actually part of this fight or he's supposed to get stronger, that means he should fight a couple of small battles before the main fight for him to get a bit of more strength or I mean, a bit of more I mean, he's fighting red or blue ranger or whatnot or some alien police or whatnot or something like that. I just know from the poster that he's just fighting. So, um, so Saiyan man. So, does anyone know if this movie is canon? That's my only question, honestly. Mm. Is um, there any what, any announcement in regards to that? From what I know, this is um this is after Z. This is literally right after Z. If if this movie is canon, I'll watch it opening day. If so it's from, not, I'm probably gonna wait for from what I remember. Release. It's canon and it's right after Z. So this is right. So, the bef- saga. so before Battle of Gods? Uh, from what I know, yes. So doesn't that kind of already I thought this con- was after I, I just assumed mm, it was I after, thought it was tournament, after of tournament of Power. Power. Yeah, I thought it was after ter- Tournament of Power. That's Why what would I was... you go back that far? For what? Doesn't that if, mean like this entire if, time with Gohan fighting Goku so... and all that other shit means nothing? I could so be if, wrong. If that's, hey, if that's the wrong. case, I'm not going. If I, don't boss it, but from what I remember seeing it literally um said that this is after the bull saga. So this like this is I mean everything after I mean it's super everything after super is already after the bull yeah, arc is moment you, you said that you can't you can't create but some this is after pocket, the bull saga universe itself, that's between super and Z. How does that work? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. If, if that's the case, I'll wait for the Blu-ray. I we'll see. I'll, I'll I want to see there. them at blue or stronger. I you mean, do not you, want to go back. No. You, you mean at this time, it's this entire time, Piccolo could have changed into that golden form and the t- tournament power. 
no, because what, what you're like telling what you're telling me is some outer dimension, uh, some cheat code, some time travel. I, 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 I'd rather watch I heroes. I I'd rather great. watch heroes. Hold heroes is a lot more exciting. Doesn't the fact that it says Dragon Ball Super mean superhero that means be... that it's after yeah yes. the events of Super that we've seen so far? Could be like a. I, I'm just remembering no what I'm just remembering what information I have read. I I could be misreading, but hey, James is about to check right now because we're live. So I'd be I'd be like, guys, I mean, like whoever the producer, this is supposed to be after the Broly movie, like literally the timeline after Broly. Well, if not, so... if we're going all the way back from all this stuff. That <clears throat> is pointless. My my final thoughts on this is, um, but can he be Goku though? All right, moving on. For the Broly film, I don't remember them saying where it sits in the canon, but oh, I know that it's literally within after Bull Saga, but then, but they have never explained where. Broly is after the Tournament of Power oh, because is? Frieza is alive. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. that is true. That is true. He is alive. Um, it would now now something that would make sense is if this movie happened somewhere in parallel to the Broly movie because. Um, Gohan is not a major factor in a movie, but that still doesn't make sense because they're in the movie. So I, again, I don't, I don't know. This, this is, this is painful. Honestly, you could have just started the next season of the series and started a new arc. You've had enough time. So what? Well, I'm so confused about this. Whoa, that, uh, John, John, John! Don't do that in the chat, John. Yes, really do that in the though. chat. She's on pancakes, definitely for that. Preach, my brother. Love you, John. I appreciate that. Uh, what I just hope Toriyama comes out during the movie and says, "What the fuck is going on with the anime and manga? Like, you have a whole different storyline with the manga, then you have a whole different storyline with the anime with Brawley, Now this movie, and then you have the manga with Moro and the Granola Arc. Like, I just hope he needs to sit down and tell us, the audience, like, all right, guys, this sits in this arc." This is in this art. This is what happens in between each other. Like tell us, like, tell us like a Boruto explanation where Boruto gives us future stuff and the anime just fills in the gap. Tell us, Toriyama, what the fuck you doing for us to understand your movies and your manga stories? Because they're not lining up. That's the one thing I really want to know as an audience and as a fan of the Dragon Ball series overall. Like what the fuck is going on? That's the honest so, opinion that I mean, we we've only watch. gotten one true movie from super and that's brawly and it's it's in yeah. canon it's in sequence with the 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 placement and the timing of of everything that was going on at the time which is why it doesn't make sense that we're getting another movie before we get another animated season yeah so it does take place after broly and right before granola okay that's Ooh. yeah that's, this is okay. comic book comicbook.com confirmed it okay. so this is so, so if it really, if it really, if it really was after the Boo saga, and you're going to go through all that story, and then you give us a video game quality animation, yeah, it would have been dropped. But now, because Broly, Broly's supposed to be in the movie. I think that I was about to say. I think that checks out because I was just about to say. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Broly is rumored to be in the movie. Oh, also, really? we know, know we know that um, there's something that sparks Goku and Vegeta training again like really intensely so it would make sense that something dynamic kind of happened in that gap of time before the um but exactly what are they, what, space patrol is that what they call yeah I don't remember yeah space patrol 
But yeah, so apparently what... supposed to take specifically right after the Galactic Patrol Prisoner Saga. That that's what um fandom is is also reporting. That Wait, it's from the manga. What? What? That's literally after more art then. No, it would be like in the midst of the moral art, yeah, essentially. Like yeah. right in the middle because but then that makes no sense because then that means Goku already knows how to use Ultra Instinct. It doesn't matter though, again. So that's another point. It would make sense if something like that would be happening because Goku and Vegeta are prior not to them, yeah, prior to them coming back to Earth, there's a long period of time where Goku yeah. and Vegeta are not anywhere. It's like it's like a month or so that they're not yeah. on Earth. Yeah. So if that's the case, that makes sense. Because technically, Vegeta and Goku could technically defeat whatever pops up on our Earth because they already have... Goku has not yet fully mastered Ultra Instinct, but he has some sort of control. And Vegeta has Alter Ego, I think is, is what he calls it. This is a fan service movie, and I'm being disgusted the more that we talk about it. You just <laughs> wanted a reason to put Gohan on the screen, and you wanted a reason to bring Bali back into a movie. And maybe bring back another villain that we haven't seen in a while. I'm just yo to bring back Cole and make him canon. That's all one. Like we have we have other villains that you could use that you don't have to rehash and and then make them reborn, realive, whatever. To literally make Cole, you literally have Frieza's brother. Just make him canon. That's it. He's yeah. a cold motherfucker. Pun intended. Bring cooler. You mean back. cooler? Bring cooler back. Cooler. That's what I meant. Thank you, Sam. I, I was like. I mean, I know you're not talking about King Code. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Cooler. He's dead. Cooler. He's been He's... dead. Technically, so is Cooler. Um, oh, he was in canon back then. I so. mean, technically, Cooler isn't canonically in-universe. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Cooler doesn't exist. That's what I'm so. saying. Make him canon. Should, you Thank know? you. Like, like hey. you can literally add a little nice connection of a brother rivalry. And, a whole different section. And King Cole is dead. Be a really good excuse for Cooler to pop up now. Yeah. That King Cole is dead. I I'll laugh if that is literally the next movie within the next two three years that we get. I think Cooler it makes. I think and it can make sense considering the voice actor for Frieza in the U.S. passed away. Like, and, and you can't replace him. Like, of course, Frieza is irreplaceable. Um. But I don't, I don't know if Toriyama wants to make that kind of adjustment or if he wants to do something like that. Because Frieza has been built really well, honestly, for his yeah, character, he's, 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 a, he's a counterpoise to Goku. He exists to, to be the, the Joker to, to the Batman, basically. Oh, definitely, for sure. But, Speaking of Joker to the Batman... Did you guys see that the Joker 2 is in production? I know James saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very excited. I, I still haven't seen the film, but I'm still excited for it. It's on oh, HBO man. Max. Dude, it's on HBO Max. Joker bro. is peak watch comic it. book movie. It it's is one of the best comic book movies, dude. One of the best comic book movies it, ever it, made. It, it, Marvel, DC, it doesn't matter. It's it one is of the very best, painful. period. It's, it's and also it's, very painful. It's, it's painful. so it's so frustrating because I hate that it outsold Deadpool, but like justifiably outsold yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I will one day, one day, one day. It's but okay, me, I'm we'll, good. We'll, we'll put it uh, up there with Hunter Hunter. Yeah, yeah, one, one day. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm good on the on the Dragon Ball Super news. All right. 
let's move on to this next exhilarating news. Mm. Dr. Stone and Sun Ken Rock manga artist Ochi will start a new webtoon series together with Yuan Inwan, Shin Anganyo Onshi, titled Super String. Online manga in 2023, the summary. Various heroes from different dimensions class on each on Earth. So, Sam, I'm glad you brought that because from what I did my research about this, it's a multiverse type of webtoon with other type of series into one. When I did this research about I'm like, yo, one, Bochi tagging a webtoon? I'm fucking excited. Like, and pun intended, because it literally makes, like, sense with Bochi. He loves to draw. He loves to put the detail and a webtoon where you have color too. So I'm curious to see if Butch is going to do the color himself as well, or is he going to have somebody else do it? And if he does the color himself, I cannot imagine the shading that Butch is going to be doing. Oh, it's just, it's just amazing. And for him to tackle a webtoon type of multiverse type of series, that's pretty curious. I, I haven't heard of any of, of the titles connected to it, but overall, best of, best of luck to Bochi and what he's going to do with this webtoon adaptation. And I wonder if this is what we heard of the rumors saying that Dr. Stone is not done yet. I wonder if that was meant for him as the creator or if it was for the series. So I'm curious to know if that was for him himself or if there's more type of spinoff for Dr. Stone itself. I mean, why not both? Yeah. Oh yeah. Both. Like, hey, both I don't mind. Hey, more Doctor Stone. It just means like stuff, the, I have no the mangaka for Doctor Stone needs to have some time to write new chapters or new storylines or different parts. Bochi, however, can just go on to different projects, and he does really well with his art, and he does it in a quick fashion. And he is uh, a um, a manhwa a manhwa artist in Korea. Uh, Korea's own manga stuff. Uh, there is already a cover, I believe. There's or... art. There's artwork. I don't know if it's a cover. There's artwork, and yeah. there is, um, uh, I believe, backstory on like the string verse or whatever it's called. I, 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 I consider the super string, uh, string theory multiverse kind of thing. I could think of it like that, if anything. But I've seen other stories where other various heroes, heroes from different dimension, are clashing each other. I mean, besides Death Battle and uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok's the thing that comes to mind, especially given the character, I mean, who's listed for writing this. So mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a fun series. It's definitely going to be, it's going to be fun to see Bochi dealing with a more action pacing, And also, like you um, said, Bash, to see colored content from his drawing on a consistent basis. That's going to be fire. Um, is this series on Webtoon itself, the app, or is it like a different type online. of website, like a Tappy Tunes or something? Or? It's, it's online. Oh, like it's actually it's, like it's called online. Yeah, it's no, called online. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's an app. That's what oh. Kenny's saying. It's an app. Line, oh. Line's an app. Okay, cool. James, you? Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited for this. I mean, I love Dr. Stones so and knowing that, like, this Boichi is going to be working on this. It sounds sick. You had me on Multiverse. I think it's really cool. You have all of these different heroes from different dimensions coming to Earth to fight in a war. I mean, 
what else do I need to know? I mean, just sign me up. Like, I'll definitely be there whenever it drops. It kind of seems like the, the Injustice heroes, the heroes, these yeah, heroes. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, it seems like everyone got the agenda of the whole multiverse. The you Batman know, who Nickelodeon. Laughs. Yo, and the, we've, you know, Nickelodeon, we've seen uh, so the game, many. And we've DC, seen so many of him writing over, like, he, we've seen so many of him drawing over different other universes, too. Yeah. So like this is gonna be a really I, this is gonna, I think this is, this series is gonna be groundbreaking in different ways. I hope it also gives a opportunity for webtoons and Korean series manwas and um a, a, another chance to jump back in the spotlight because if this does well, Bochi's behind it is gonna get animated. Um, and if this ends up being the gateway, like I said again, for animated series to get pipeline, then um line's probably gonna blow up off of this honestly. It definitely can. I mean, it did that when Solar Leveling came out when it first released. It was really popular for Webtoon's website and then their own popular and then their own website and now on Tappy Tunes. But, you know, like what would really help give it its pop is its own anime. And although we say I say this, I mean, officially, official, official news. Not from tweets, not from random tweets of random hypes of people saying, oh, there's going to be an animated edition, animated edition. Nope, wait for real resources. Wait for real anime announcements. The officials, the same way we wait for Viz chapters to read official translation that are much better, wait for the official news. The same way Hunter Hunter fans are waiting for actual announcement of chapters. Yes. Yeah, and we it ain't, um, it, ain't, like, it ain't real until it's official. That's that's yeah. that's the law. Like solo leveling. Like I don't know why that one account to tweet solo and then everyone just tweeted about it. And that's, then, that's why I said that. that that's what I yeah, just I know. said. And the same thing for Trigon. Like they tweeted saying Trigon um, a whole retelling adaptation. I'm like, you know, Cabo People is more popular. So if a series is gonna get an adaptation, it'll, it'll be Cabo People because they both came out the same year. Which I'm not question. Trust me, I love Trigon. I'll be happy if we are getting that petition. I will be off the I'll be off the moon. I'll uh, Sam. I showed sir. to him and everything. And I was like, sir. fuck yeah, let's go. But the I'm reason like, why, hold up. The reason why no cowboy bebop was because of the live action. We just got cowboy bebop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If anything, did. if anything, it could be anything from Tenchi Muyu to Space Dandy to a lot of other there's a lot of other space series from, from that generation that we could go back. I'll bring back Tenshi Muyo, star? please. Tenshi Muyo? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would like a reanimation of Gundam stuff. Like, full, like for, fit for Blu-ray 4K kind of thing. Uh, I would like a reanimation of Ronin Warriors. Thanks. Oh, that would be good. I should Ronin Kenshin. That's you're, you're that's never, well, I mean, you're never Roni getting Kenshin, that. The, the animation... It, you're it never ever let me get closer to the mic you're never ever ever getting that the I animation know. fits I the know, era i, know, I wouldn't I want an update i know why engine. that's true yeah that's true but uh yeah a lot of old school animes that that over are way overdue for like reboots and you hockey show I'm still waiting for a Re- remaster i don't i don't I, it's crazy in the world of remastering that we haven't got three things Yu Yu Hakusho. But here's the thing: Dash if, Bell. If, if Yu Yu Hakusho gets yes, react, Dash Bell. gets gets remade, that means even more pause of Hunter Hunter. Well, I, it doesn't matter. Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> like the true. fact, 
the fact of the matter that Hunter Hunter was one of the first series to even get that retouching redone in the the, yeah. the early two thousands, and right. I knew Hakusho yeah. still hasn't been touched. And I think, it, I think touched. the the twenty eleven looks great. It does. It looks phenomenal. I don't even think you need to change it. Same. It no, looks that's, fantastic. That 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 is fine because like but, compared to like the nineteen ninety eight two. Yeah. Yes. Compared to but that's great. The you big difference could be retouched. Um, again, like I will always, awesome. I will always preach the the gospel of Zatch Bell needs to be redone and finalized. And and my third is always going to be a toss up between. I think it's either Air Gear or D Gray Man or um, Cotton Kyo Hit Cotton Reborn. Nah, Eureka gets love still, so I don't see it getting touched anytime soon. Like that, and like Gurren Logan probably won't be touched D-Gray for like Man. another couple years. But D Gray Man, Air Gear, Zatch Bell. Um, these series uh berserk berserk's gonna get some love again soon i think given just the way the state of things are um i think they're gonna get some love again soon i just need i need someone like mappa to touch berserk hmm. i need i need the, I, berserk needs to get the love it deserves for the entire like everything it needs everything someone needs to pick it up with the intent of animating all of it literally animating all of it from start to finish it just needs to be with one studio they just need to let it be that studio as long as they don't lose any of their key people like just let that studio handle it whoever it is i don't care who it is but or even put again we keep talking about like partnering with different studios give me some some two or three-way collaboration so that you can kind of justify like this longevity of this series because berserk is something that could come out weekly straight like you could give it the black clover treatment real 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 quick and let it just come out episodically for the entire year. It's gonna yeah. do well. It's gonna do good. And then good take, a three, and take a three month manga break. Yeah, they said there's no more breaks. You know, unfortunately, R.I.P. I mean, we still waiting for that announcement of that movie. <clears throat> oh Lord, Sam, why you gotta be like this? Because <laughs> because it's, it's Black Joker, man. It's Black Joker. That's true. But speaking of Berserk. The Berserk manga continues under Kentaro Mura's assistance, uh, Koji Mori's supervision. The manga will continue on June 24th with six chapters planned to end the current arc and a new arc is planned right afterwards. So I, the, I, thing, the thing I respect about this, and this is the only thing I even have to say about this, is I respect taking time to properly grieve before you make a decision just based off of things because i know that was probably something that was immediately a weight that was thrown at them and then to also be like look we're gonna animate we're gonna run animate but we're gonna write what we remember accurately like we're just going to write the things that we can we can speak to so anything beyond that we're not gonna add any fluff to it we're not gonna hbo um I'm sorry, what what was that one show that we all love? Game of um something, Thrones or something like that. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, final season Game of Thrones. It, we're just gonna like just like look, we we really sat, we thought about what we could remember from what was discussed. And that's what we're going to, you know, try to to draw to. That's what we're gonna speak to that that much of the story. And then 